also catch my live radio show weekday morning 6 to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ. I do this podcast a couple of times a week. You can subscribe for free at iTunes. You can also find all of this stuff at HeidiHarris.com. Let's talk a little bit about red flag laws. A lot of people are talking about them. They've been passed in Nevada. Uh, Some other places in the country have had them. There's talk that the Trump administration might pass some red flag laws. I'm going to start with saying I don't think so, because by the time Congress gets back into session, they're going to forget about this. You know how people are. They follow the bouncing ball, and they'll just move on to something else. And red flag laws won't do any good if people don't have common sense. I'm going to give you a very recent example that nobody is discussing. There was a nanny killed in New Jersey recently, and her employer was killed along with her by her ex-boyfriend. He stabbed the employer, then he stabbed the nanny. The nanny was seen running out of the house screaming, oh my God, oh my God, the guy was stabbing her to death. And it's a terrible, terrible story. But now we hear from the neighbors that they saw this guy hanging around the house for weeks, sitting in his car all day long in New Jersey in August, really, hanging around acting odd, nobody called the police. And you'd think that somebody would have the moral courage to say to the cops, you know, we might want to give this guy a look because he's acting a little odd or something. I can promise you that if it were my neighborhood, I would have said something about it. Red flag laws mean nothing if people don't want to get involved. People don't want to see something, say something, and all of that. So red flag laws can be great if people have moral courage, but they will never replace common sense and moral courage. And they will never replace people who actually want to stand in the gap and not get nosy about the neighbor's business, but actually look around and say, you know, that's not right, or he's not acting right, or she's not acting right, or why does that kid have a gun, or whatever. If you're not willing to take action and report something strange, Red flag laws can be around all day long. They'll do nobody any good. In some of the most recent shootings that we've got, first of all, we've got Dayton, Ohio. We find out now that this Betts character who did the shooting was on several kinds of drugs, including antidepressants. Oh, here we go again. Ding, 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 ding. Drugs, of course. Nobody talks about the drugs because big pharmaceutical companies sponsor cable news, so nobody wants to talk about that. And that is a very common thread when it comes to mass shooters. Now, of course, the question becomes, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which came first, the person being crazy or the person taking antidepressants? You don't know. There are a lot of folks who will say, oh, look, they committed suicide, but they were taking antidepressants. Yeah, but if they were taking antidepressants, they may have been suicidal to begin with, right? Although, you keep hearing these stories about people who are on these drugs, including the October 1 shooter in Las Vegas, various kinds of drugs that in some people produce some very serious psychological consequences. Nobody wants to talk about that. Let's just go to the easy thing, the guns. So in Dayton, Ohio, his friend bought him guns when he was obviously disturbed. This guy had been disturbed. This Betts character had been disturbed since he was at least in high school with a kill list and a rape list that everybody knew about in the school to the point where kids didn't want to go to school. He was kicked out of school. Then he was allowed back into school, which never should have happened. Uh, This kind of thing is ignored constantly, and schools are so interested in having the butts in the seat so they can get their few thousand dollars, they don't care. If your kid has a kill list in a school, can we all agree your child does not deserve to ever be in a public school again? Never again. Your child can learn online. They can do something else, but they are never going to set foot on a campus again if they have a kill list, a specific kill list of students. That's not normal. 
So there were all kinds of red flags with this kid, yet his friend went and bought him body armor, things like that, that he kept at his own house so his parents wouldn't find it. Okay, so that's the Betts guy. Parkland, Florida. We all know Nicholas Cruz's mother bought him guns. Nicholas Cruz's mother was advised against that, and of course she said, if Nick wants guns, he can have guns. Fantastic. She's deceased, of course, and she died before the whole thing happened, but she was an enabler. The police had dealt with him hundreds of times, not one or two, hundreds of times, been called to the house. He'd been a problem all of his life. And so the mother had no objectivity. Red flag, red flag, but mom has no objectivity. Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza's mother knew he was crazy, bought him guns anyway, so she could bond with him, I guess. Didn't really care about whether or not this kid should have guns. Red flag laws, out the door. Out the door if parents are crazy. Completely out the door. Here's another example, the Waffle House shooter. Remember this kid, the Waffle House shooter? That one got kind of buried under the rug. He was crazy. He told people that Taylor Swift was stalking him. He was caught trying to break through to the White House. Authorities confiscated his guns. And then his father, who was a legal license holder in Illinois, said, no, you can give him back to me. I'll make sure he doesn't get him. Okay, fine. Well, then when he left the state and moved down to Tennessee, his father gave him back the guns. Hey, son, don't forget your guns. Uh-huh. And that's how people wound up dead at the Waffle House. So just those few stories off the top of my head. All of those shootings would not have occurred if somebody had had, or probably not occurred, if somebody had had some objectivity and red flag laws will never replace that. Let me give you another example. This is a story that never got a lot of attention and it should have. There's a kid named Blake Lammers. And what happened was years ago, he was kicked out of a Walmart, okay? And uh, he was acting crazy in a Walmart and walking around with a gun and acting nuts. So he gets kicked out of Walmart. Then he goes back a year later to the same Walmart and buys a gun, a shotgun, in the same Missouri Walmart he was kicked out of by police a year earlier for carrying a butcher knife and wearing a Halloween mask. He told his parents that he'd picked out an employee he was going to follow into the back of the store and kill after watching Halloween because of Mike Myers and that got him thinking, he said. Okay, great. This kid had been in and out of mental hospitals his entire life. His parents had done everything they possibly could to help him. So he gets kicked out of Walmart. So a year later, his mother finds a receipt for a gun in his pocket. He goes back into the same Walmart he's been kicked out of, and he's able to buy a gun. Now, I'm not saying Walmart shouldn't sell guns, but for heaven's sake, shouldn't this kid be on some kind of a list? So he goes back into the Walmart, and he buys a gun, and he's got a plot to shoot up the place. And his mother called police. And his mother said her first thought was, after calling the police, what have I done? I just destroyed my son's life. Now her son's doing 15 years in prison for the plot and this and that and the other. When his parents had checked him into mental institutions, this Blake Lammers, he could only stay for a couple of days, which is the legal limit as we know. His parents had spent $50,000 trying to get this kid psychological help. So they did the best they could. And by the way, you hear these stories all the time about people who live with a mentally ill child. I've had mental illness issues in my family, my extended family, I should say. Luckily, the person in my extended family was never violent toward anybody. Ultimately, he was toward himself, but never toward anybody else, and it was terrible. And you can't make an adult take medication. You can't make an adult do anything, and I can understand that. His doctors, this Blake Lammers character, his doctors would give him new meds and a new diagnosis each time, everything from Asperger's to bipolar to schizophrenia. And the father said, maybe it's just teenage hormones. You try to figure out anything but a mental condition. You don't want to have to admit your kid's crazy, but these parents were trying to get him help. This kid had been committed by the time he bought the shotgun 
He had been committed seven times, but it did not show up in his background check because he'd never been committed involuntarily by the courts. That's the difference. And until that kind of thing shows up, you're not going to stop somebody from getting a gun. But the parents realized that this kid had bought a gun and called police and had him arrested. Thank God. We will never know how many people Blake Lammer's parents saved that day. We'll never know. And these are the unsung heroes of the gun battle because I'm a gun owner. I don't want anybody who's crazy to have a gun. I think everybody agrees on that. There's no gun owner in the world who wants to run into a crazy person with a gun. We don't want crazy people. We don't want criminals. We don't want anybody intent on doing anyone harm to have a gun. Duh. But what cracked me up was the red flag laws. The people in Oregon were trying to institute the red flag laws, or I guess they already have them there. Why? If somebody's suicidal, why do you have red flag laws? Who cares? You have assisted suicide in Oregon. What's the diff? <laughs> You're just mad because you can't make the money off the pills? Is that what it is? I mean, the hypocrisy, the inconsistency of all this stuff is laughable. But the bottom line is this. Red flag laws may have a place. I don't think they're legal technically because if you're just kicking somebody's door down based on what someone said, I got a problem with that. But if people aren't objective, and in almost every one of these cases, somebody assisted somebody somewhere, some existing laws were broken in all of these cases. And even if existing gun laws weren't broken in these cases, existing laws against things like, oh, I don't know, murder were broken. The shooter in Gilroy was trespassing. Let's go down the list of things he was doing. Trespassing, he transported a gun from Nevada to California illegally, uh, showed up on a place he shouldn't have had guns with a gun, shot at people, killed people. I mean, numerous laws were broken after he cut the fence. That's trespassing, la-da-da-da-da. We can go down the list. He didn't care about laws. One more law would not have stopped the kid in Gilroy from shooting anybody. And, of course, that shooting got kind of swept under the rug because there were so many others in such quick succession. But red flag laws are not going to trump common sense, ever. It's a nice feel-good thing, and unfortunately, many times people can lose their gun rights and have to spend a year trying to get their guns back and having to prove their innocence, which is against, as far as I'm concerned, against our constitutional rights. That's not the way it's supposed to work. I understand if you walk into the IRS building and they say that you owe money, you have to prove you don't. But if you go into a courtroom and they say you killed somebody, they have to prove you did. Very odd. But with red flag laws, you're going to have to go to court and try to get your guns back. That's not right. Not when so many of these shootings can be attributed to people who absolutely looked the other way or enabled them. That's what it comes down to. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me live a weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you're not in Vegas, there's a link to listen live at HeidiHarris.com. You can also check out HeidiHarris.com, get a copy of my latest book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. And I've got another book, Cocktail Waitress Wisdom, which is great life advice, career advice for anybody in the casino business or any other business. So pick those books up at HeidiHarris.com. You can also subscribe to my podcast at iTunes or check out Heidi Harris Show on Facebook. Until we meet again, remember... You were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.